1: Hello everyone and welcome back to Free and Figuring It Out. Hopefully you will be sitting here, you will have listened to all of the amazing five episodes that we recorded for figuring money out with our brilliant experts and you will be thinking... and handle your money and become amazingly beautiful, financially wealthy women um, and shared it with all your friends and people that need to know. Um, I'm ready to sort of hear about our little summary that, that we want to do. So um, welcome. And we, me and Sherelle kind of had had a bit of discussion and we understand it's like over five hours of sort of content and it's a lot to take in. So we thought, um, seeing as we've sort of, well, we did the interviews ourselves, we've listened to them again, that we would sort of summarise our top 10 things that we feel were super important from those episodes, um, so if you are super short on time, or maybe you don't think that an episode is applicable to you, you can listen to this episode and you can think, "Oh, I'd like to hear a bit more about that," and then we can guide you to the episode that that's in. So, hello, Cheryl. Hello, lovely to be
0: <laughs> back, and I'm super excited for this episode because it was a lot of content. I think when mm. me and Verity had the idea for figuring money out and the idea of getting five guest experts on, it felt like a mammoth challenge and it turned out to be a mammoth amount of content. But there was so much variable stuff, but listening is not everything. I think, you know, we all know we need to take action. So I think even us sharing a bit about also what we've decided to do, having listened to all those episodes and doing those interviews, you know, we are on a journey just like you. And so hopefully this will like help inspire you to take some action
1: yes great stuff right well I'll kick off then so um the first thing that sort of really um struck me when when we were doing the interviews was um, going way back to the start our um, interview with Catherine um regarding budgeting um and so quick summary um I'm rubbish at budgeting um and so we were talking about it and one thing that that really kind of struck me was she spoke a lot about the emotional side um of budgeting and it really resonated with me because I do find it very restrictive um and so what I've sort of done since the episode is try to look at it as like a spending plan. And it's something empowering that allows me to spend without then worrying. Um, So, um I don't use credit cards or anything but um I would always kind of get to the end of the month and be like oh better like just calm down a little bit because it's, it's spreading a bit thin so I think when she sort of spoke about the emotional side of, of budgeting it was just really honoring the fact that money has so much emotion attached to it and By having a spending plan, it allows me to be like, okay, that's for groceries, that's for petrol, that's for my bills, that's for rent. And this bit here, this is for my fun, this is for my, um, that I can go to a coffee shop and not think, oh, I'll get the filter coffee rather than the iced cappuccino because it's cheaper or, or whatever, like be like, okay, I know I have this bit of, of leeway and it just sort of switched something in me and changed my mindset with it. So that was really, really important to me. And, and to be honest at the minute, I'm very basic. I'm kind of, I have notes in my phone and that's my budgeting. I don't even have an Excel spreadsheet and it's just worked for me at the minute. But now I feel ready to sort of move into um, maybe a budgeting app or something like that. So, yeah, that was really, really um, pivotal for me. I'm really glad that that was
0: pivotal for you because we all know I am a, I, I would say I'm a saver, but more than that, I'm a budgeter by far. used to budget for years. That's absolutely how I've managed to become a saver is by budgeting. But I think even as someone who would say I'm not living paycheck to paycheck by any means, I actually need a budget emotionally to have a very similar thing as you, to have a fun pot that I can absolutely say, this is for you to spend, Sherelle, don't save it. <laughs> and actually, like I actually have to have a spending plan to force myself to spend in a way. So I think no matter where you are, probably in the way you are with money there is no, nothing bad I think about actually making the time to sit down and actually have a budget or a spending plan and work out where your money is actually going and as Vovity says like she just putting it down in her notes I have I do have an excel spreadsheet obviously, cause I'm a <laughs> little geek, but there are also loads of apps. And so I think it's really, I'm really glad that like, it's really inspired you. And I think no matter where you are on your journey, actually making the time to understand where your money is going helps with everything else. And I think that's why we did that episode first was because budgeting is essential for claim off debt, but actually ha- mm. making the choice to start saving to having that money to also start investing, et cetera. So it will help you no matter where you are. And one of the things that Catherine mentioned in that episode for me that I thought was really like quite like a reframe was this idea of building a better relationship with your money by having like some sacred time. And so I have a budget and I do normally sit down and I like look at my finances on a monthly basis and I'll go back through and I'll log in everything I spend and see how everything's going. But actually when Catherine spoke about making this time like two be with money she was like light a candle like play some nice music like it felt like a real like sacred like gorgeous luscious place to be in that I was like actually this isn't just about something quite like formal and something you have to do but you can make that experience even more heightened and if we started to have that experience around money and to treat it with like as a a fun thing to do, a nice thing to do. It makes it much easier to make it be part of your normal routine and that's what's going to help you to build a good relationship in the long term.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And I'm not at that place yet, you know, I'm, but I think it's so nice to hear someone who has budgeted for most of their life to then still be sort of being able to make that into even more of of something that is... Uh, I suppose a a more you know beautiful fundamental part of of your life really um yeah and I I know that I was saying financial financial Laura who did episode the fifth episode and she has like first cup of the day where she looks at her finance cinema and stuff so everyone seems to have their own sort of you know nice rituals of, of how they look at money don't they so um that's super good and um so moving on to debt which was with the lovely selena um episode two um was um so again like you know quite openly i said that i have consumer debt and it's something that um i'm working like viciously on on shifting at the minute um and i think probably one of the most fundamental parts of that podcast for me was really about sort of understanding the roots um of your debt and taking control of it i think debt be such an umbrella word um and we spoke obviously in the episode about good debt bad debt etc but like let's just focus on bad debt consumer debt credit cards loans things like that um you know it was really understanding like you know why have i got this like how can i make sure that i never get into this again how can i take control of the situation how can i stop playing the victim how can i like find self-worth in myself Being in this position and I think just some of the things that that we discussed and it's quite interesting quite a few of the guests um explained that that they had been in debt before Mm. they came like really financially savvy women which was lovely as well to sort of see expanders like that but I think it's just getting through to that roots I think sometimes you you probably take the emotion out of debt in a sense because it's this icky horrible thing and sometimes you sort of need to go deep and think well how did this happen um and you know a lot of it can be um just down to bad financial education when you were younger um but I think it's a really beautiful powerful thing to do if you are in debt to really understand it and not only that but just to make sure that you never get into that position again so that was really really powerful for me
0: Yeah, I think, like you said, if you don't understand the emotions and the root of what caused your debt in the first place, you're going to put yourself likely that even if you get back out of it, to fall back into it. And so by really taking the Mm. time to understand what is the root of your debt, you're going to help actually solve that in the long term. So if anyone wants to listen to that episode, that is episode two, Figuring Money Out, which was actually episode number one, two, three. And then the next episode, which was Savings and mortgages because lots of us will be saving for our mortgage hello millennials mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. that was episode one two four if you're trying to find it um it's episode three as a series and we spoke to the amazing lisa conway hughes who i'm like massive massive fan of anyway and even though i am a saver she still managed to blow my mind <laughs> and such a saving geek and one of the things for me that was really useful was actually um, Lisa went through so many of the different types of ways we can save in the UK. So this, the, one of the problems with saving is actually there's lots of options, and there's like ISAs, and we could put them in premium bonds, we could have them in a normal bank account, etc. And she really went through why we have these different types of accounts and what are some of the reasons you might use them. And one of them she mentioned was the Lisa the Lifetime ISA, and it was one that I'd always I'd never paid much attention to um, because it's meant to be that you can save in it to either then use the money towards your first home and the government puts some extra money into it, or you can then, if you don't end up using it to buy a property, you can use it as like, basically, I think you can access it after 60, so it's like becomes a pension. And because I've already Hmm. bought a property, and I have a pension already, to me, it didn't seem worthwhile. But then she told the story about how she opened one like when she was 39, just before she turned 40, because you can't get them after 40, purely because she said, we don't know what's going to happen in the future, but you've got nothing really to lose if you've opened an account, if like you've got nothing but an opportunity to gain. And I was like, oh, actually, I hadn't thought of it like that. Let's go and open one. So I think just even opening my eyes to some opportunities that had just passed me by and I never paid attention to, I thought was really useful.
1: Mm, yeah no and and you know I I agree I mean all the episodes blew my mind but with Lisa I think the thing that's sort of going super back to basics but you know that's where I'm at because I I don't um really have savings but only keeping three to six months sort of emergency fund in your bank um and I think this is really interesting more for sort of like the people I know because I'm not quite there I'm so I've started living through people I know with like the advanced episodes (laughs) but you know kind of saying to people like how much like not how much cash you have in the bank but (laughs) do you have more than three to six months like cash in the bank and to say yeah I'm like well Really, you need to start thinking where else to put that other money because it's just cash isn't king. And I think that's one of the things that quite a few of our guests said. Um, and then, you know, we sort of spoke a bit, a bit about premium bonds, which um you know, is just another way of making more of our money. It's not quite investment territory in that sense in sort of index funds or or high risk but it's better than the interest rates on like ices and things like that and it was well, just it's not that it's real- better it's just you have an opportunity to
0: make more because you could if you put it in premium bonds yes, you can sorry. win so it's this idea that it's like yeah. a bit of a lottery and it's quite quick yeah. to get it back out so if you need liquid assets that's a it's a yeah. safe place that the government has you know looking after like it's it's um backed by the government etc so you're not gonna lose your money and you could you could become a millionaire
1: <laughs> you could become a millionaire um so yeah so I think that was just really interesting in sort of uh, again for me planning like thinking well what does three to six months look like and then okay after that I know that I would do this with this amount and this with this amount so it just was um yeah, just something I'd never thought about really. How much cash am I meant to have in the bank when when that is a thing for me? You know, like how, how much just sits there? And I think from from speaking, just you know, generally, I think a lot of women probably have more cash sat in the bank than is ideal. And I think that's to do with not knowing where else to put it and also a fear of of investment. So it's a really it's a really interesting episode if that's you and you think, okay, I need to sort of understand a bit more like what do I do with this with this money now? I've got this emergency fund sorted.
0: Yeah, and I think if you get to the point where you've got past your savings, you know, you've got more than that six months you're thinking, well, what should I be doing? One of the interesting conversations we had with Lisa was this idea of, where does financial education end and when should you start working with a financial advisor? At the time of recording, I had gone through a process of I'd approached financial advisor, I'd had some conversations and I was just about to start working with someone. And then she gave me this checklist that like blew my mind <laughs> um, yeah. because actually I don't know anyone who has got a financial advisor. So there were some very obvious things I didn't know to ask because I didn't have a friend or a family member or someone say, oh, is this normal? Is this not? So if you are someone that, you know, maybe you have got to the point where you've got more than that, six months worth of emergency funding and thinking well what do I do next we can absolutely invest it ourselves that is all f- fine and we're going to talk about what we had that investing episode and what we learned from that but if you are thinking should I go by myself or should I be working with a advisor that episode is great to get a nice little checklist that tells you all the things you should be doing before you go and work with someone
1: mm, mm, yeah and it was interesting to hear your sort of real life like <laughs> oh, like this is really handy and and I'm going to kind of use that going forward Um, and like you said on the episode especially because we don't have people around us who have financial advisors so it's good to talk about these things definitely. Um, Moving on to episode four um, which was all about investing and pensions so first of all I do need to say I had no idea pensions were an investment no idea and again I'm like how did I get to this age and not realize this um so that was kind of a blow in my mind for me sort of realization and and that's why it's so important to know where they are find them make sure they're working for you properly like I got a letter from my pension advisor the other day and it said like do we have the correct risk like level for you and six months ago I'd have been like I have no idea what you mean ripped it up put it in the bin and now I was like oh I know what this means this means like you know like I need to do this quiz thing where they tell me if you know I'm at the right risk or if I should be more risk or lower risk or whatever so that was super super powerful um for me and I think the biggest thing that I took away from that episode was and I'm gonna say this and it sounds like this like yeah whatever but it's Basically true but if you invest consistently every month every year that will turn you into a millionaire not a hundred percent guaranteed <laughs> but because of the way that things work in terms of um you know and this is taken from the episode, if I'm wrong, but like, you know, average 8% return on sort of things like index funds and and stuff like that. Um, And I'm also reading Automatic Millionaire at the minute, which a couple of our guests recommended. Um, And there was one example in there and it was... um, about if you um, invest, it was just £3,000 a year. Um, And obviously it was showing examples of starting it. I think it was 25, 27 and 30. So yeah, we're a a bit further along, but still like there's there's still, but you know, by the time you were 65, that's turned into one, 1.2, 1.5 million. Um, So that just blew my mind. That has changed my whole mindset with, everything to do with money mm. and it started to make me realize oh this is why people can retire early oh this is why people like just have that freedom with money oh this is why people. and it's just been a real eye opener. so that was really really yeah like yeah. wow to me, <laughs>
0: I mean, the Automatic Millionaire is definitely one. Of the it was by far the most popular book of all of our guests, and it is a book I have read um, beforehand. And I think, as you said, there is no guarantees with investing. Your money can go up and down. You can lose it all, but it realistically, if you want to see growth that is better than inflation, which is what we spoke about in this episode, then that's why investing is important. So we spoke about um, inflation is eroding our money like the value of it and this is why having too much savings in cash is not good for you especially not in the long term and this is the thing we're trying to think now when we're thinking about investing in pensions this is a long-term thing this is about enabling us to have wealth not now and it's about you know sometimes having to make some sacrifices now for your like your long-term future but we, I think in the episode we talk about like Freddos and how like they used to be, I don't know how many pence mm. and now they're so much more expensive. And the fact is, if you've left your money in a bank account, the interest you're getting on it right now in the UK is rubbish, and therefore inflation is going to be higher. That's going to be making the actual value of your money in real terms be less. So that's why savings yeah. are really uh like aren't great in the long term. And I think when we have that conversation, I know it on a logical Uh, level but emotionally it was really good just to be reiterated that reason why we are having to invest to try and basically we want to be outperforming inflation consistently that's what we're trying to do we're just trying to keep making sure that our actual money that we have today is exactly the same um like it has the same value by the time we want to use it and that's why if anyone ever does any of those sort of pension projection trackers, you'll see it's like mm. this is how much money it will be, but like this is how much it will be in real terms. And that's the thing we have to remember is actually like the money we're making in 10 years, because t- we're talking about 10, 20, 30 years time, we have to really understand how inflation will be making something like that million being a millionaire today and being a millionaire in three in 30 years time will be different. Um, and so we just want to yeah. keep on investing and trying to beat inflation take on inflation. That's what
1: we need to do people. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I'm totally like, I'm all over invested. I like, again, like I'm learning about it and then getting everyone I know, I'm like invest, invest, you invest, you invest, you invest, and everyone's like, okay, to just chill out. But yeah, really, really great advice there. Um, And then moving on to the final episode, which was with Laura, which was all about making more money. So we kind of said, we spoke about all these different things to do with money. A lot of it is about like looking at our money or monitoring our money or seeing what's left to put in here and here and here. And we thought, well, you know, one subject that we're terrible at talking about as women is making more money. And so we kind of did a a top 10 ways of, of making more money. And this was an interesting one for me um because I think as I said in the episode I'd apart from the sort of renting stuff out um all the stuff that I needed assets for I pretty much tried everything so there was an element that I was really proud that I'd, I've tried <laughs> to make more I think I think it's really difficult as millennial women that we are constantly told your own goddess have self-worth love yourself like you are deserving rah, 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 rah. and then um you know and then being a, uh within the entrepreneurial world like you know you can get 10k months you can get 20k months all of that on that aspect but then no one actually knowing your real situation like your real figures your real mindset your real um what you're kind of living state is at the minute and we were talking about um sort of making money versus getting paid what you're worth um and how really if we're being kind of if I'm being strict myself that depends on where you're at financially Mm -hmm. so for instance like you know if you get offered um we we'll talk about different ways of, of making money and, and, uh, you know, I roll my eyes at things like eBay and stuff because I'm like, Oh my gosh, I've done it so many times. It's exhausting. You talk to weirdos <laughs> and then you get three P. Um, but I kind of get that if you are in debt or you need to pay stuff off, then, you know, it's kind of like, well, you just have to suck that up and sacrifice that you know and yes there's going to be a limit like don't sell like a beautiful cashmere jumper for 10p and then be like oh I'm elated like but there's an element of having to suck it up and I think that's something that I'd sort of I don't know I don't know if I'd let all the LA female entrepreneurs get in my head and I'd be like no I'm worth this I'm not working for less than this whereas actually I'm not in a financial situation to sort of say that so it's something I'm still processing as we're recording this podcast but it was just something that was really interesting so you know Sherelle said like on the episode like we we were talking about doing surveys and we started really sort of Mm. basic and went up to the bigger stuff and you were like I wouldn't really spend an hour doing a survey for five pounds um and I was like and I definitely wouldn't I mean like oh my god and then um Laura said but what else would you be doing in that time now if you could then go and earn 60 pound doing some marketing work then fine but if you would be watching Netflix for an hour and you have debt then is it better to earn that five pound you know so it just was a really interesting point that shifted my mindset again in terms of of that and I'm still like self-worth and you know when 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 do I let that down a bit and when do I keep it up when do you know but it was an interesting point to ponder so
0: yeah I think it really started to touch on that idea of like time versus money and I think you know some of us will be at points where we are more time rich and therefore we can do some of the things that aren't making like significant amount of money but realistically it's within the resources we've got it said have you got objects within your place that you can sell do you have the time to do these things if you do then that's a great way but obviously as depending where you are on your journey it might be your time is more precious you don't have that and therefore you want to try and maximize the amount of money you can make in that space and you might have other skills now for me what was really interesting when we talked to Laura was about the other end of the scale was when we're talking about um Making more money from your assets was around this idea of renting. And so at the time of recording my um property that I had, I wasn't living in it and I was considering whether to go back, it's getting renovated, whether to go back or not, whether to rent it, um, whether to sell it, blah, blah, blah. And she just gave some real, like, real truth about actually. it's not as glamorous as everyone says to be a landlord even though I don't think people think it's glamorous but actually just actually having a plan and really thinking through like you know is this the best way to be using the money like should you a lot I think like in my example it was like it was a property that I owned to live in and then I just like was thinking about renting it and she's like you know actually if you're thinking about investing it should be like you choose a property you really think about like the yield you can be getting from it, is this in the right location, like all of that type of stuff and really go from it from a purely financial, purely business mind. And so it was just very, very timely for me that that conversation came up at a point where I was pondering everything. And I think, you know, we are, so it really made me think and I was like, obviously it's not a situation lots of people will be in, but there, was, there were some good lessons in that about actually really thinking about having a financial plan and all things with money like sometimes we can get a little bit confused and sort of treat it like a bit personal but she was really good at being like think of this with a business head-on like would you in at the end of the day if we're using things to make more money and we're classing it as an investment are you looking at the return and are you looking at like the proper potential and actually what you're going to get back in the end
1: Mm, yeah yeah and uh yeah again not applicable to me at the minute but so good to know it's like it's like I feel like I've stored all this information ready to and maybe you know you're hearing some of those things and and resonating with some and not others but the thing is these episodes are going to be there for you to listen to whenever you need to so when you maybe get to one stage you can then go um back and, and listen to that one and um really you know enjoy the the teachings of of these amazing women that that we got on the podcast yeah it's Um, definitely
0: going to be something to like return back to so Mm. if you are listening to this it's from episode one two two to one two six that is all the figuring money out so if you're ever having a chat with a friend and they're just like oh i'm thinking of doing this but i don't really know that's where to direct them figuring money out so you can go to our website www.freeandfiguringapp.com forward slash money we've made it nice and easy for you to get there so those episodes gonna be there to help you along your journey but i want to know because we said it's about taking action have you taken any actions after we've done all these interviews verity
1: Um, right let's let's have a think what have I done I think this because a lot of it for me is sort of future stuff however um like in terms like I said in terms of like that spending plan like I've really stuck to it which has surprised me so I don't update it every day I update it every couple of days I probably need to get into more of a daily habit with it um but it's really just it's empowering me it's making me feel really empowered um with that and obviously um with debt that was sort of ongoing for me anyway but it's just given me that bit more of um sort of belief that I can do it and, and and achieve that um yeah and then just I suppose for me it's in my head I've been planning what I would do so say for instance you know me and Terrell do this quite a bit but say for instance all of a sudden I had like 50 grand like okay where would I put that how much would I have sat in the bank how much would I put in premium bonds, how much would I put in index funds, how much would I put in cryptocurrency, and like stuff that I would never even have known fully about or been scared of. Um the other thing that I've done is, is started looking at my pensions. So, yes. so I've started, I shared that with you, did So I've looked at one so far, I need to find out where all my others are. But it's a start. And, you know, I may use a platform that helps me with that. But yeah, so there's definitely things that I've done that I wouldn't have done if we hadn't have done these episodes so how about you
0: so I had a serious conversation with that financial advisor so I was basically about to sign up and then I was like I asked some of those questions that Lisa had given us and I was like oh I actually think I need to talk to some more people so we are on pause I've said I need some more time and I need to like look at some other options now that I've got this checklist and make sure that I am making the right uh, choice And I have, um, so when I did my normal money, like my normal money session, I like lit lit a candle and try to be a little bit more like, okay, let's build that um, relationship. You know, I think I've already got a good practice, but actually to try and make it feel like nicer is like a good thing for me. And I've been forcing myself, for example, if I've not spent all of my treats, fun money, I forced myself to recording this in June, just beginning. I had to roll over the main money I didn't spend into June so that I'm not letting myself get oh, away <laughs> <laughs> and the thing oh. I absolutely need to do that I haven't done yet is just when to record this I remembered is open my Lisa so I'm going to put that on mm. my list to make sure I get that done in the next few weeks
1: great stuff great stuff and we'd love to know you know what what have you kind of noted down? I was saying, Shemel, before I recorded this, there's so many incredible links that are under each of the show notes of all the resources um, that our guests have, have spoken about. Um, so many places that I'd never heard of or known about and it's just like a complete wealth of knowledge um so you know you've got to make sure that you you have a look at all of those and and let us know you know just dm us like you know what was your favorite bit did you have a favorite guest is this something that blew your mind that you didn't know about is there something that you've been reminded of like just share that with us because it's super important for us us to know um moving forward and and know that we've helped you gain financial power back which is kind of the real reason of us doing this, wasn't it? And absolutely,
0: as we said, we are not experts, but we are always here to help. So if anyone has any questions, if there was anything that you listened to and now you want to find out more, like please do DMs. We will be always happy to try and point you in the right direction. I think that one thing is we learn a lot about all of the resources that are out there to support women to build more wealth. And I think. Not everything got mentioned in the podcast notes, but we did a lot of research even before we chose the guests we wanted to have on, for example. So I feel as if we're like very resourceful now. We know what it is
1: to help people sort out their money. (laughs) Very very yes yes so well that's our summary that's our kind of roundup of of figuring money out series and thank you to everyone who joined us for it we will be continuing going back to free and figuring it out from next week so make sure you're subscribing make sure you're sharing this with with friends we know money can be a tricky subject um so you know we just want to get it out there as big and wide as we can um and follow all our amazing guests that were on so yes dm us free and figuring it out um, on the socials or drop us an email free and figuring it out at gmail.com and we will see you next friday